This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tonight's video is brought to you by Universal Yums. Universal Yums is a monthly box subscription service that sends you delicious treats from around the world every month straight to your door without you even having to leave the house. It's really hard to go anywhere right now anyway, so going out to eat at your favorite Thai restaurant just isn't really an option. So, Universal Yums can send you a box with snacks and things from Thailand, like everything seen in this box here. It's a really, really awesome service, and it's a fun thing to do with yourself if you're feeling greedy, with a significant other, your partner, or your whole family. If you want to help out the channel, click on that little link down below in the description and order yourself a box from Universal Yums. Thanks again, everyone, and let's jump right into the stories. She lives here, but she doesn't pay rent. I've been living in this apartment for two years now. Two years without any weird shit happening. Two normal fucking years. Has it been the best experience ever? <laughs> Probably not. I've dealt with everything from ants to rats to noisy neighbors to police sirens in the middle of the night. Hell, the lady in 3A came home to find her apartment broken into a couple weeks back. All those things pale in comparison to what's been going on lately. There's some fucking weird shit that's been happening for the past couple of weeks, and it all culminated in me firing my gun last night at a girl that keeps showing up in my apartment. Um, that's a little drastic, you're probably thinking. You might be right, but hear me out first and then tell me if I'm overreacting. It started off with little things at first, things I think we've probably all experienced once or twice in our lives. One morning... I got up and found a bowl on the counter, just a regular bowl sitting there. I was really confused, but figured maybe I'd forgotten it when I'd unloaded the dishwasher the night before. I put the bowl back in the cupboard and went to the washroom. As soon as I got back to the kitchen to make my coffee, the fucking bowl was on the counter again. Man, I thought, I must be tired. You know when you're distracted sometimes and you plan on doing something but you don't end up following through? I figured that's what happened with the bowl. I thought I'd put it away, but I hadn't. So I lifted it off the counter and put it back in the cupboard. I turned around to start the coffee maker. By the time I turned to face the counter again, that bowl was sitting there as though mocking me. What the fuck? I murmured to myself. 
I'm too young to be going senile, I thought. Pissed off at myself, I guess, I shoved the bowl back into the cupboard and slammed the door. And stay there, I yelled sternly. I never believed in that supernatural mumbo-jumbo, so it never occurred to me that something else might have been moving the ball. I just figured since I hadn't had my morning cup of coffee, my brain was glitching out or something. I probably wouldn't have thought about the bowl again if it had stopped there, but it didn't. It wasn't the only incident, not by a long shot. The next day, I came back from the gym in desperate need of a shower. I usually hop in the shower at the gym, but the damn water main exploded or something, so I had to drive home, enduring my own sweaty stank. So anyways, I got home, jumped in the shower, and turned it on real hot and soothing. I like my water practically scalding hot, like part sauna, part shower. But then, as the shower walls fogged up, I noticed something. The outline of someone standing in the room. I could see the shape clearly through the misty air. It wasn't just standing in place, either. It was moving around, bending over, and everything. I grabbed a bar of soap and threw open the shower door, ready to defend myself. Steam trickled out of the bottom of my shower. Except the room was empty. The room was empty. My skin was covered in goosebumps, despite the heat. Now look, I know my horror tropes, okay? This is exactly the point in time where the audience is yelling at their screens because the protagonist is being a moron and the place is clearly haunted. But look, this isn't fucking Hollywood, okay? I didn't just move into a creepy old house with a dark history. I've been living in this apartment for a couple years without any incident. Even if I believed in ghosts, which I don't, that's just not how hauntings work. You don't get a two-year grace period before suddenly, out of nowhere, boom, haunted. That's dumber than propping up a ladder onto unicycles. A few days passed with more incidents like the bull. I'd put a dinner plate on the counter, turn around to find it missing. One time, I turned around and found a glass in its place. Hell, one of my beer bottles turned into a yogurt cup. I know I didn't bring yogurt into my house. I, I hate yogurt. Another time, I saw a stain on the carpet one minute, and then it was gone the next. Just a ton of weird shit like that. I tried not to think about it as I went to bed early that night. I had a construction gig across town the next day and wanted to get an early start. Problem was, I kept hearing music and chattering. No matter how many pillows I stuffed over my head, I could hear the sound annoying the hell out of me. Friggin' neighbors, am I right? I eventually got out of bed and stomped around my apartment trying to find the source of the noise. I put my ear to each wall, but couldn't quite tell which neighbor was at fault. When my iratometer reached maximum, I just started banging on the walls to try and make it stop. I got even more angry when a neighbor came knocking on my door, scolding me for all the banging. I tried to explain what I was doing, but when I invited her in to try and pinpoint where the music was coming from, I realized the apartment had gone quiet. I apologized, figuring whoever was making the noise had gotten my message and quieted down. After that, I thought I'd be able to get some shut-eye, right? No. In the middle of the night, I was woken up by the sound of static and light pouring in from the TV. I groaned and reached for the remote control, but it had gone missing. 
Groggily, I climbed out of the bed and waddled to the TV stand, turning it off manually. Must have been a power outage, I thought. Sometimes when the power flicks on and off quickly, my old shitbox turns on. I try to convince myself that's all it was, but in light of all the rest of this shit that's going on, I was getting a little spooked. I crawled back in bed and wrapped my comforter tightly over myself. I must have been asleep for less than a few minutes when I heard the crackle of the TV turning on a second time. Fuck, I groaned. This time, I went straight for the power cord. I yanked it right out of the wall and went back to bed. Enough of that. I need absolute silence when I sleep, otherwise I'll wake up. Imagine my surprise, or rather, my shock, when the TV turned on again. Son of a... I stopped. Hadn't I pulled the power cord out of the wall? How was the TV on? I squinted through the dark room, able to see the cord still in the wall from my angle. Yeah, it must have been a dream, I thought. It was the only explanation. I dreamt I'd unplugged the TV. I moved to slip out of bed, but as I turned, I felt something cold against my side. The TV remote. Why was it in bed with me? I must have knocked it off the nightstand somehow. I turned off the TV one final time and dozed off with the remote still in my hand in case I needed to do it again. If all this wasn't bad enough, if malfunctioning TVs, disappearing kitchenware, and moving shadows weren't bad enough, I started finding weird things on my coffee table. Weird, girly books like Pride and Prejudice and How to Be a Strong Female Influence in the Workplace. Those had to be a prank of some sort. I told a few friends about it and the bowls and stuff, so I guess they thought they'd mess with me. Not that it was all bad. See, I had a party one night, and this chick saw one of those books. Oh, I didn't know you read Gillian Flynn, she said as she picked up the book. I smirked. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love that stuff. Not gonna lie, I did kind of flip through the books real quick, enough that I could feign a bit of knowledge without actually having to read any of them. Enough that I could bag myself a sexy lady that night. Once the party was over, I hosted a private little book club between the covers, if you know what I mean. And then, there was two days ago. I was standing in my kitchen, annoyed by another session of take the coffee mug out and find it missing, when I suddenly spotted my mug across the kitchen. It was in the hands of a transparent-looking figure. She looked at me. I looked at her. She dropped the mug it crashed on the ground and shattered into pieces. She was gone, and I had to clean up the mess. I had to clean up this ethereal being's fucking mess. Last night was the worst incident yet. I'm not going to lie. I went to bed drunk, and I might have still been a little drunk when I woke up in the middle of the night. But look, drunk or not, I know what I saw. It doesn't matter how much alcohol you ingest. You don't hallucinate turning over in bed and seeing someone lying next to you. You might forget who's lying down next to you when you go to bed, but you don't just imagine someone that wasn't there at all. Point being, I woke up for whichever reason, maybe a car horn outside, or maybe my upstairs neighbor were trampling on the ground again, or maybe someone was throwing a party again. It doesn't matter. I'm a light sleeper, and I woke up. I saw the silhouette of a woman next to me. I saw the sheets rise and fall with her breath. I knew 
I'd gone to bed alone. I didn't know who this freak was, maybe some homeless woman who'd snuck into my apartment. Whatever she was, I decided she was the cause of all the shit that's been happening over these past few weeks. I was about to yell at her when she opened her eyes and saw me. Her shriek nearly pierced my eardrums. I rolled out of bed and reached for the Glock that I keep tucked under my mattress. Yeah, I know, but if I was going to get jacked by some asshole, I might as well be prepared, right? My reaction was out of instinct. There was an intruder in my bed, in my house. I was in my rights to defend myself. I wasn't trying to hit her, but be damned if I wasn't going to scare her off. I shot once, the bullet flying towards the wall behind her. Something was wrong. I smelled the sweet scent of gunpowder. I saw the flash of light from the gunshot, but I didn't hear the piercing sound of the explosion. I'm not saying it was like in the movies when the murderer uses a silencer and all you hear is a little pop. I mean, there was no sound at all. Like I hadn't fired, but yet I felt the recoil and smelled the smoke. I peered over the edge of the bed. She was gone. Shell casing was at my feet, but the bullet was nowhere to be seen. I don't know what's going on, but it's freaking me out. Does anyone have any advice? I don't believe in none of that supernatural crap, but I swear all of this shit happened. I can't explain it. I I need help. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. He lives here, but he doesn't pay rent. I didn't even want to move in here, you know? It wasn't the first choice on my list. It's not the worst apartment ever, sure, but the people next door never shut up, and I heard something in the walls every night. I'm almost sure it's rats. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I got it because it's close to where I work, and it was on the cheaper side. All in all, I was happy to move in there. Until this week. Figures, doesn't it? The weird stuff doesn't show up until after I've signed my lease. I signed up for the pest and noise problem, but I didn't sign up for being shot at. Especially by a man who isn't really there. It started with the ball. Just one little ball that wasn't where it should be. See, I got up early one morning to get ready for work and decided to have a bowl of cereal. Because there was no way I was going through the trouble of cooking a real breakfast. So I put the ball on the counter. I remember looking at it right there on the Formica countertop. It was there. I went to go get some milk from the fridge. And when I turned around, the bowl was just gone. Vanished into thin air. Maybe that's cliche, but it's also terribly true. It simply was not on the counter where I most certainly left it. But, you know, I was still tired. Figured I was seeing things, or... Not seeing them, I guess. Or maybe I had imagined the whole thing. So I opened the cabinet, and lo and behold, the bowl was sitting there. If it had eyes, it certainly would have been staring at me. 
grabbed the bowl, put it on the table again, milk forgotten, I walked out of the kitchen and decided to put my makeup on first. I'd have breakfast just before leaving. Not ten minutes later, I get to the kitchen and what do I find? The bowl. It's gone. Again. I open the cabinet again and it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. What the hell? I muttered. I was starting to get paranoid now. I actually had the thought that someone had broken into my house and was... What, moving my cereal bowl? This is stupid. You're stupid. I put the bowl on the counter, closed my eyes, counted to ten, and I opened them. Guess where I found the bowl? That's right. In the goddamn cabinet. I guess it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things that's a pretty innocuous issue to deal with, you know? I just wish it had ended there. The next morning, I went to take a shower before work. I'd been awake for an hour at that point, so I wasn't groggy or confused anything. It's important that you understand that. I stepped into the bathroom, and my heart practically stopped beating in my chest. There was a man in my shower. I could see his silhouette through the shower curtain. His arms were raised like he was shampooing his hair, but he was standing stock still. Slowly, I bent over to the cabinet under the sink. I grabbed my curling iron. It was the only thing bathroom worthy of being used as a weapon. I walked very slowly towards the shower, my breath stuck in my throat. I yanked the shower curtain open, brandishing my makeshift weapon, mouth open to scream for help. Except there was no one there. There was... No one there. For a split for a split second, or even half of a split second, I wanted to believe that I was imagining things. I was in a new apartment. I was paranoid because of the stupid bowl thing from the day before. It could just be my brain wigging out. Except that, just then, I noticed a little steam trickling out from the bottom of the shower. I know this probably sounds crazy to you, or like an over-exaggeration, but the thing is, this wouldn't be the first time I'd seen a ghost. And that's what I started to think it was, a ghost. Maybe someone who had lived and died in the apartment before me. I've been seeing spirits since I was about 11, you see. Not regularly or anything, just once in a while. My mom told me that I'm sensitive to the spirit world, just like she is. My dad rolled his eyes and didn't believe either of us. All I know is that there are ghosts out there, and I was becoming certain that one of those ghosts was taking up residence in my apartment. A few days went by, and things continued as usual. I still had issues with bowls and various other dinnerware in my kitchen, and once my mischievous ghost switched my yogurt out for some cheap shitty beer, but there was nothing more major or sinister going on, so I slowly started to relax. I eventually decided I wanted to throw a housewarming party. I don't know why, maybe because I was feeling so weird and alien in my own home that I wanted to drive home the fact that it was my apartment. Maybe it would make me feel better. I invited a bunch of friends and work colleagues, bought a ton of chips and beer, and turned on the tunes. I had a pretty good turnout, and although we tried to keep it down, the sound must have gotten out of hand because we started hearing banging on the walls. Everyone at the party went quiet as the banging echoed through the apartment. It was strange. It was like the banging was coming from all sides. I couldn't even tell which neighbor it was we pissed off. But I convinced myself that's all it was. Pissed off neighbor. 
I had to believe it. I didn't want to consider that it could be something else. That night, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't stop thinking about the banging on the walls. Should I go around and ask my neighbors in the morning if we disturbed them? Somehow I had the feeling the noise didn't come from any of the surrounding apartments. It was almost like it came from inside my apartment. I decided to turn on the TV so at least there would be some sound in the apartment. The silence was horrible. Maybe it would help me sleep, too. So I sat there in bed watching some brainless reality TV show when all of a sudden the TV shut off. What the hell? I muttered. I picked up the remote from the bedside table and turned it back on. I figured it was just a power glitch or something. We used to get those on the farm all the time when I was growing up. It turned off again a few moments later, but this time I couldn't get it to turn back on. Son of a... I got up, muttering to myself, and went to check on the TV. I couldn't get the damn thing to turn back on until I checked behind the TV. That's when I discovered that the cord had been unplugged from the wall. My hands were shaking as I plugged it back in. I climbed back into bed and turned the TV back on. I sat the remote down next to me and waited. For a few moments, everything was fine. And then it shut off again. I had this sick, sinking feeling in my stomach. I stared at the remote sitting next to me for a few moments before deciding that I would just leave it off for the night. I'd have to sleep without it. It wasn't all that surprising that sleep never came. I think the worst thing, though, is that my books have been stolen by whatever the fuck is living in this damn apartment with me. My books were my pride and joy, and interestingly enough, Pride and Prejudice was the first to go. I set it on my coffee table one day, went to work, and when I came back, it vanished. Over the next few days, more books started disappearing. I searched high and low for them. My little library is sacred. I don't even lend books out. But no matter where I looked, I couldn't find them. I'm not proud to say I cried more than once when I realized I'd never be getting them back. The weirdness didn't stop there. A few mornings later, I woke up to find a condom in my bathroom trash can. A condom. In case you're wondering, I'm single, and even if I weren't, my orientation makes condoms entirely unnecessary. I felt like I was going crazy, because if this was a ghost, he was sure getting up to some weird shit in our... No, my apartment. And then two days ago, I saw him. For the first time, I saw whoever it is that's haunting me. He was in the kitchen drinking my morning coffee when he appeared standing across from me. He was translucent, the morning sun shining through his skin, but he was definitely there. I stared at him in shock until my trembling fingers lost their grip on my mug and fell to the floor and shattered into pieces. As soon as it hit the floor, he disappeared. When I finally managed to look down, the pieces were gone too. Last night, things got worse. Quite frankly, they got about as bad as they can be. I woke up in the middle of the night, which is sort of odd for me because I'm a really, really heavy sleeper. Like, it takes a truck driving through the front door to wake me up. That kind of sleeper. But I woke up anyway and realized immediately that something was not right. 
There was someone next to me, in bed, sleeping right beside me. I could hear their breathing and feel their weight on the mattress. I opened my eyes and saw him staring at me, his mouth open in shock. I screamed. I screamed like I'd never screamed before. I'd seen ghosts before. I'd experienced haunted shit, but it was never something physical. It was never a tangible goddamn entity that could reach out and touch me and hurt me. And oh god, oh god, oh god. He rolled out of the bed and started crouching down like he was reaching for something. I practically launched myself to the other side of the bed, hitting the ground with a hard thump. As I hit the ground, a gunshot shattered the air in the room, piercing my eardrums so hard I thought they might burst. I grabbed my ears in pain and lay there in terror, trembling on the floor. Eventually, the ringing stopped, and I noticed the room had gone quiet. I peeked over the edge of the bed tentatively. There was nobody there. I was alone in my room. The door was still shut, and I'm sure I would have heard it if he'd left, despite the ringing in my ears. There was no trace of him. It was as though he'd never been there in my room. All except for the bullet lodged in the wall, of course. Honestly, I have no idea what to do. I'm living in constant terror in my own home, thinking that he might return. I don't know who he is or what he wants, if he's dead or alive or something else entirely, but I need help. Please, has this happened to anyone else? Can anyone out there help me? I just can't do this anymore.